Hello, this is Dirk Manning, and I am just extremely excited for you, friends, because you are listening to Unsane Radio, which means that I'm going to quit talking so you can get back to all the good stuff. Enjoy. Milf. What was the... Monsters I'd like to fuck. <laughs> and Gilf... <laughs> Oh, that's good. I like that. And Gil, for ghouls, I'd like to fuck, oh, too. Yeah. Which in Cemetery Man, there was a ghoul that would be kind of yeah, hot. They'd have to snack afterwards. <laughs> the age of smoking. Don't you sass my squatch. <laughs> that's a sassy squatch. Uh, delving into the depths of depravity. Here at the... Asylum. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh no, I'm Doctor Tom. Oh, I'm Professor Feather. Are you? I am the Midnight Gunfry. Maybe. No, really, I am the Frankenstein monster. Monster. Frankenstein. Monster Frankenstein. <laughs> ah. And this is Unsane Theater. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, maybe. <laughs> again, again. Again. Damn. What's wrong with you peeps? This is Unsane Radio. Dot com. Oh, we say Unsane Radio. We were talking about Unsane Theater. And, uh, I think we're going to pull a couple of those out of the archives and present them to the peeps. Yeah, when, <laughs> when we need to take a vacation or we get put into solitaire. Solitaire? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucked up card game. <laughs> with one hand. Yeah, we're not playing with a full deck. (laughs) I can never win. I don't understand this. There's supposed to be 48 cards. (laughs) Okay, we're going to talk about some really cool shit today, buddy. I'm telling you, this is one of my all-time... We're going to talk about one of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, I've been around for a long time, and as you all know, and this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh my gosh. I, I'm I'm sitting here just a quiver because I want to talk about this movie Ew. so much. <laughs> this movie is from, what year is this movie made? Like 1986? 1987. 87? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was like earlier. Oh, God, yeah. I can't wait. What? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. He's a quivering. I'm a quivering. <laughs> He's a quivering. Which is really yeah. gross, by the way. What's the movie? Night of the Creeps. No. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That's a better movie than this one. Well, that's the same guy who directed. But I like Night of the Creeps. I didn't like this one. What did, which one is this? This is uh, Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. <laughs> Not Monster Squad. Monster Squatch. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this movie so typifies the bad movies of the 80s. <laughs> oh, it my was, goodness. It was kind of like a. a, a what I. A, like a monster kid. Someone got a monster kid got a hold of a budget and made a movie. That's and tried kind to make of it, made it a little tried to make it serious, which felt Shane flat. Black, Shane Black, and uh, Drecker, right? Is the guy yes. Albert Decker or <laughs> Albert Drecker? No, that, that, no Albert Decker's the Decker, other. Yeah, he's Decker. the actor. Actor. It's Decker. I mean, he's Come the on. actor. Doctor Cyclops. Sorry. Oh man! But anyway, the movie it really tries to be Fred nostalgic. Decker. I'm sorry, Fred, Fred Decker. Decker. Yeah. It is Fred Decker. <laughs> Fred Decker. And, all the, and all the little oh, Wait a minute, wait a minute. The, oh, yeah, I do love this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, no, this movie That's has. That's what happens when you're movie, quivering. <laughs> this movie has everything. It has the Frankenstein monster. It has Dracula. It has a mummy. And it has a wolfman. And it has the. Creature, creature kind creature. of from the Black Lagoon, who oddly looks like um, a predator. A predator. <laughs> now tell me, yeah, who we did the, the makeup? Who did the makeup for the predator? Oh, uh, Stan Winston, wasn't it? Yeah. And who did the makeup for this? Winston. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Huh. Not very. Well, then, no. and Predator was someone got lazy. Predator was Shane Black, and uh, yes. and then the new Predator, the Predator, is uh, Shane Black and uh, Fred Decker. Yes. Did the did the the. Uh, um, script for that, and have you guys seen that yet? Not yet, no. Oh yeah, we should watch yeah, that too. We'll, watch have, that. we'll, get, we'll get that on the we'll get that on the right. on the queue in the queue. Put that fucker in the queue. Yeah. I think we need weirder ones. But 
Those are well. It's well. The, it's good to watch because uh, yeah, yeah, they they went back to these whole '80s things that were uh, that we're talking about with uh, Monster Squad, where they they use the same soundtrack from the original Predator and they do all this stuff. But Monster Squad um, is just a uh, there's a bunch of people from that era, and this is yeah, my yeah, era yeah. where I was like, you know, <laughs> all in and this. being a kids movie, there's no like no PC correctness in this one. Oh, but I, is it a kids movie? That's true. I it. it it's, it has is it like, a kids movie? Um, it was one of my kids movies. <laughs> sure, <laughs> probably both of your kids movies. That's true. That's, funny. That's true. Probably That's funny. No, I, I, yeah, I, I think it was a kids movie, even though it, you know it gets pretty dark. At the I end. don't know. Well, when Dracula comes up to the little girl and give me the amulet, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's I mean? Honey, that's I've heard kids say that at twelve years old. When I, this is what I liked about it. It's what like I'm saying, a lot of the stuff that's being said in this. This is very much like Stranger Things, which everybody is into right now, which is another kind 80s, of eighties. But this right? was the eighties. This really was the eighties, right? Yeah. But um, I could see the influence. So, like right now, there's this whole thing going on around on the internet about the smoking that's going on in Stranger Things, and there people are all upset about the smoking and how it is going to raise uh, young people's... Yeah, exactly. It's, they're getting all bent out of shape. So, like, if you watch Monster Squad, there's the point at the beginning when the the fat kid, who they refer to as Fat Kid, yes. the whole movie, that would never happen today, right? And fag. And fag. They call him a fag, you know, and you're like, going, okay, that would never happen today either. You know, that's it's all of the these 80s. things. Yeah, it's the 80s. The um, Shakes the Clown was in the 80s. Shakes the Clown was in the 80s. <laughs> was it's it? The, it's the... It's the epitome of 80s. Yes. That was about 84, 85, maybe 86. But yeah, this movie also has the, the faux Fonzie. Oh, that's right. Who is, who is just an anemic uh, JD. I'm telling you. That, this is, he's one of the most anemic juvenile delinquents I've ever he's seen. A, he's a watered down. That's, it, see, that's what I mean about the movie. They water that down, but yet they do that, you know, the other stuff. It just... The movie is very inconsistent. Um, the one thing I will say about the movie that I really, really liked, and this is, I'm not being facetious here at all, they did a really good job on the mummy because they made him really small. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, and thin, you know, that's yeah. more, that's more. And he know. actually looked like he, yes. he was a mummy. Yeah. Yes. And I, I like that. I mean, it, no, I, I had to laugh because when they showed it, and it's all the tropes. When he's walking, he's limping, yep. he's dragging one leg, has one arm, you know, the Tucked typical. T- yeah. He was doing the Lon Chaney he shuffle. He was doing the Lon Chaney <laughs> shuffle, that's right. But yeah, this movie, it's all about this um, these Dracula who wants to get this amulet, which is, uh, this whole thing is, the whole premise is kind of bizarre because I... my. Um, it starts out in Transylvania with um, Van Helsing, hundred years Edward ago, Edward Van, or what? You know, what's his name? Uh, yeah. yeah, Horace Van Helsing or something. Abraham, Abraham Van Helsing, yeah. Yeah. Abraham Van Helsing. And um, <laughs> but then it comes to the future or to the present. I'm sorry. And um, all of a sudden, it's in this small town in America where this amulet is now, and I'm. That, that right there, I went, Well, see, that's okay. like, but they, but they that's set that like up. the old mummy movies when they suddenly, the Caris is in New, in New Hampshire or wherever <laughs> well, the fuck it was. But they set that up because uh, Van Helsing's ancestors are there in that old house that they keep looking at, right? And there's right. the old lady at the beginning that peeks out and they, only the little girl. They immigrated here. Yeah, the only little girl. And then they connect it by the mom buys that book that she thinks he would that her son who's a monster fan would like right and he's like all excited and he opens it up and he's like oh it's in german but it doesn't make sense that that book would even be out for sale how should at a garage sale at a garage sale at a garage sale i'm just saying a supernatural garage sale but but they also (laughs) they also use alucard you know what i mean oh yeah and the kid has to sit there the well-fed lawn chaining that was that was what that was one of my one of my chuckles he's sitting there looking at the word you know and and using trying to spell, and then all of a sudden he starts spelling Dracula, but he gets to like see and stops, like yeah. oh, I can't figure this out, huh? Drac, and what could that mean? And that kid, <laughs> that kid, excuse me, but he was, I think he ended up becoming, growing up to be a uh, Donald Trump fascist because he, I am the leader, I am the leader. Oh, I thought <laughs> we weren't being political here, but okay, who said that? 
I didn't get political. Dad fly? No, that wasn't political. Well, he the, he did fly to Puerto Rico and throw uh, uh, <laughs> napkins at everybody because <laughs> he couldn't afford paper towels. But it's a super absorber. <laughs> the other the other scene I thought it was was pretty. I have just so many in this movie. Well, there's a, there's a lot of like uh, continuity errors, and it starts right off. Like, see, when, I, I think the movie just has yeah, an identity right. crisis. It doesn't. It yeah, does. It can't be correct. a kid movie, but it's trying to be appealing to adults well, or whatever. In the beginning, the Dracula like is forming while he's hanging upside down. When, Which is kind of cool. It's really cool, but he falls to the ground and he's got a wedding ring on. Or his, his Dracula hand. ring? Yeah, no, it's his wedding. But it, oh. then it's gone for the rest of the film. There's no wedding ring. So right. that's well, the sequel, Brides of Dracula. And at the beginning, when they're <laughs> when they're blowing up the gate, they show the gate from the outside, and then they blow it up, and then they do a reverse shot from the inside. It's not even the same gate. Like it's <laughs> it doesn't look anything like the gate. We from can't the do outside. a take two. Sorry. Here's my other problem. Uh, there's the the bomber, right? When they when Dracula finally decides to get out of the bomber, and he uh, he flies out of the plane. What time of day is it? No. Yes, it's full daylight. Yes, yes. I, I, I that was the first ashes one. to ashes. That was the first one I really, I really noticed. Here's, here's I might have been out of the room, but here's, here's, <laughs> here's a bit of trivia. In that plane, there are two guys, and the guy that gets, you know, like wasted, um, it you know that goes back. He was Sopranos. in he no. Even farther back, he was in Mean Streets. Yeah, Martin Mean Scorsese's Street. Mean Streets. Uh-huh. He was one of the. I think he owned the bar yeah. in that in Mean Streets. Oh, cool. he's, he's, yeah. he's Jackie April in The Sopranos, and he's one of the most despicable characters on that show. Of <laughs> a show of despicable characters. Kind of like Frankenstein's. Yeah, see, I, that is Jackie April. I did not know that. That's Jackie April from The Sopranos. I did yeah. not know that. Now that, that that's a revelation for me. Uh, one of the other cool things is that uh, Uncle Rico plays the plays the Wolfman <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. Um, and, yes, and this is the two years consecutive he plays a Wolfman, right? It's there's this movie, and then there's Fright Night Part Two. Part Two, yeah, not Fright Night Two Part because two. Fright Night Two was <laughs> the newer one. Uh, Fright Night Part Two, he uh, was his name Grease. Uh, John Grease, or let's see, what is it? Greasy name? Dog? Uh, yeah, John Grease, that's John. his name. He, uh, so he plays this, but it's great because this is typical 80s, oh, cool. typical 80s makeup. He can't move his Uncle head. Rico. He Uncle Rico, Uncle Rico Werewolf. Yeah, he can't move his head left or right. Like, uh, that's everything in the 80s, all the makeup that they did. Oh, because they had those big lats or big shoulder things going yeah, on. Was, yeah. You know, that was started with which Bat- is all right. Batman, which was in the 80s, you know. Oh, yeah. He had to move his whole shoulders to look left, to look right. Well, it gives you that dramatic. But that, Except for the Wolfman, he doesn't seem so limber. It looks like his back. And, the, and then the other thing that really, really made me fall, almost not show up because I fell off my chair laughing so much. There's a, about a third of the way into the movie, there's the, the montage, and, and they use this really bad faux Huey Lewis in the News <laughs> uh, type song with, with, the, you know, with the worst dialogue, or I mean, lyrics, and it just, it's so bad. And oh, it's, it's bad. And yeah. it's so bad. And, and here, there, there's, a, there's a really good continuity thing, or not really continuity, but um, um, kind of just, just something out of place. Here's the JD in, in shop class. And he's making silver bullets because they just happen to have a bullet mold in their shop class. Oh, well, yeah. like that oh, that leads into a whole other episode, but that's all right. In the eighties, that was probably true. Yes, <laughs> touche. And the silver. Where do you bring the silver from? The 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 kid's mom because she opens up her 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 silver box. You know the her silverware box, and almost all the silverware is gone. And she yells out, "Not again! Not again!" <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then, um, yeah, it's it's just a a, a pretty. It pretty doesn't know what it wants to be. It does, but it also kind of makes fun of itself. You know it, what I mean? It, like yeah. when when uh, the little kid has the mummy in his closet, and the dad comes in and, and is doing that whole shtick of like, see, I don't see any mummies in there, and there's mummies. Oh, yeah, there. well, but that, the mummy goes out, and then go, they they it looks like the Spielberg stuff. You it know, does. They, they suddenly congregate in the their clubhouse, right? And they're yes. sitting up there and. Uh, 
they say, well, what's this monster squad, whatever. They have the whole explanation. And then they get done and they put all their hands together, you know, in the, yes. in the circle. And the dog paw comes up here. And you just hear uh, Rudy in the background, the, the faux yeah. greaser go, how does that dog get up here? Yeah. <laughs> Now, I thought that was a pretty that, good line. Pretty good. That's a good line. Yeah. There was a few. Uh, you're right. There's a. I mean, you know, like I said, I, almost. Yeah, it just it's it just is such a a typical '80s. And you brought up a good point. I mean, this is another one of those movies that they tried to 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 kind of play off of, like Stand by Me and all of the. Absolutely. The, the, There's a bunch of other movies at this time too that came out like that. Yes. Like yes. Gremlins and yeah. and uh, Goonies. Goonies the burbs, the burbs. Goonies. Oh, the burbs. But there was, yeah. And that, uh, that I said this a gadfly earlier, but these seem these movies were kind of almost like the counterbalance to all the the all the slasher movies coming out in the eighties too. You know how there was like all the extreme gore suddenly became like the thing too, but right. it was like a, at the time though it, it seemed to be a, a, a there was a slew of these kind of movies, almost the family oriented kind of spooky movies and then all of a sudden you had these extreme nasty gore movies coming out too it, yeah it was just kind of weird how the it kind of balanced itself out yeah, that the, year the, that decade yeah, or whatever i think that's the i mean that's the spielberg effect i really it's because even no, like no, joe, yeah. with joe dante he was a, a you know uh that he was discovered and brought along by spielberg yeah and, you know a lot of these people and, um, and it's and also decker it, and those guys uh, they, they were kind of like that too they, they were, were all, all in that camp, up. Yeah. there's another UCL, there they're all UCLA grads and is what it was. There was yeah. a lot of those. Zemeckis was in that crew. Right. Um, all these people. <laughs> yes. This is also the era of the writer, right? The writers became important in Hollywood at this time where they were making real money. Um, and so Shane Black, who was part of the writer of this, was in a competition with Joe Esterhaus, right? They were completely trying to outdo each other as to who could get paid more for whatever script. <laughs> and they didn't give a shit if the script was good or not, right? They were just even going, I'm going to get this sold and you don't think it's going to sell for anything, right? There's a really good book that Joe Esterhaus wrote about all of that stuff um, because he ended up being the highest, the person who got the most for a script ever at the time. And that was, uh, oh, what was it? It was the, the one with Sh uh, Stone, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, oh. where she oh, crosses uh, basic her basic like, instinct. Basic, basic instinct. Yeah, they got like a million some dollars for that. But. I want a clam dig us in. That I liked Basic Instinct. It's a good movie. Oh, it's I really thought. good. Yeah, I liked it too. The uh, and I, Esther House is just a, a character and a half. You got it. That book was great. And a good and a good writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did a lot of. He did, and so is Shane Black. I mean, yes. it's, Shane yes. Black's got a lot of really good stuff. He's a good director. He's turned into pretty good. I mean, he did some weird stuff that didn't really, you know, like The Last Boy Scout, which didn't really get received well, but I've watched it, you know, a couple I times. I actually kind of liked it. It's good, yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of liked it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Monster Squad, I guess. Well, maybe we not much else we can say. Um, yeah, and like you said, it, it kind of, you know, kind of fluctuated between it. Is it supposed to be a kind of an adult movie or is it not supposed to be an adult movie but it it ultimately is not an adult movie by that final scene of the frankenstein monster getting sucked into the vortex <laughs> and the little girl going come back shane that was oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she was, she was talking to shane black i think <laughs> and, and it was an awful like evil dead though being sucked into that time yeah, vortex yeah. but having said all that peeps you really probably should watch it. There's a lot of people out there that really consider this movie a an 80s classic. They they absolutely do. Well, it is, and it is it very is, much of the 80s. And, and that's they, what I think. And they were kind of fun reinventions of the classic monsters. Kind of, yes. We should really yes. mention uh, Tom Noonan also, right? Oh, yes. As Frankenstein. He played the Frankenstein monster. Frankenstein monster, yeah. I'm sorry, didn't, he do, didn't he do Lurch? I don't didn't know. Like I don't New think, Adams no, Family? No, Is that he, him? No, that wasn't him. He, uh, his, no, no, no. Okay, I'm no, sorry. No, it wasn't bad. him. My bad. No, no, I know. Yeah, he was Dollarhide in yes. Manhunter, and yeah. he was also in the last action hero with the Arnold, the Arnold Schwarzenegger bomb, where he plays himself, but he also plays the slasher or whatever. Yes, and so he's both himself and the slasher who's been brought out of the movies into reality. Yes, I love that movie. Like I, you know, I, it got panned, and the kid is kind of weak in that. And I think mm -hmm. that's the problem with uh, Monster Squad, right? 
those kids are either terrible or Fred Decker does not know how to uh, direct direct kids because uh, they, well, they were you know, pretty bad. You, they were pretty you know bad. what? Okay, you uh, and it's along these lines in the same kind of this movie or the time eighties. They did a remake of uh, uh, Invaders from Mars. Did, did you ever see that? No. What? No. Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper it. did it. Yeah. yeah. And no. He, you know, I had doing no desire Texas to Chester. see it. His son played the lead role in this remake of Invaders from Mars. And it's one of the worst kid actors I have ever seen. I hated it. I hated it. I, it was kind of fun. The, the movie was, it, it looks kind of fun. If you see, it's like, you know, the, all the monsters, the redesigns of the mutants and all that. But Hooper's kid could not act or Toby couldn't direct his own kid or something. Anyway, it just, and yeah, anyway, it brings it up. Well, it isn't, the, isn't that the one that I watched the original of and couldn't get through twice? No, you mm-hmm. saw, did you see the, like the 50s version? Or? Yeah, and it was in color and it was like yes. really garish color. No, this is little, like an 80s version. Well, yeah, but I, the original one I didn't like either. It was mm-hmm. like where the kid just, nobody believes him and he goes I to the like that and he's one, like, it's that. the mark on the neck or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember that one? No, no, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, I like the movie. <sighs> Only because I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. And I really liked it as, as a kid because it was. This was one of my memories from watching like right. uh, one of mm. my late night horror hosts or or, yeah. or and and I was young and I and and so I really liked it. Yes, I watched it probably a, but, a year ago and yeah, I I went okay. You know, it's dated and it's it's you know it's, it's not that fun. great. But I, well, only I think yeah. it's only fun because it's a memory. No, no, right. it's attached to a memory, not it because is. it's a but good. But a lot movie. of this stuff is. That's what makes it fun. So I agree with you. That's not really a but good movie. Think about it. It does the abduction thing? You know, with the needle going in the back. They even show it. You know, the yes. thin needle and doing implants and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And look at the mutants and the brain. They yes. talk about oh, you know. I, I, that's why I whole, said I, it has a whole UFO. Yes, trope it, going that, on. That's yeah. what I think I liked about it the most. I was watching it thinking it was colorized, like post color, like it was originally no, a black and white movie. Yeah. And you, you even told me he goes, "No, that's originally in color." And I'm like, "Oh, that's so bad." Um, but I may like have to go back and watch it again. But it has just like queer, that. it has. But he, it, who is it? Cameron Menzies? Is that is that the director? I don't I, remember. But he did a lot of cinematography and stuff. This is like one of his. Uh, but they were talking about how it, you know, it was all designed to be a dream to begin with. You know, it's just, and so it has these kind of looks to it that are, they don't look realistic, but they're dreamlike. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, go back and watch it. It's fun. And that's the Monster Squad. <laughs> so <did Yeah>. <laughs> we we only talked about the Monster Squad in that time. <laughs> yeah. We got off quite a bit. That's because the movie is just not that great. But it is. Give it a shot. Get, you know, watch it. You can watch you it. You decide. Yeah, I think it's free on what? Uh, Amazon? Not, Prime. Yeah, on it's on Prime. Prime. Yeah. And it's, it on Prime. I like the cinematography. I like the, the visuals. There's a lot of good stuff and all that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it has that very 80s feel, that practical effect if, thing, which I like. If nothing else, it's good to watch it as an 80s movie. Yes. And then, uh, you know, especially for the hairdos, especially for the hairdos and, you know, the typical stuff where the, you know, the, the parents who are about to get divorced, maybe because they have yes. a marriage counseling. And they ask the teenage girl to read the book. She yeah. has, and they ask, you smell like burning hairdo. You do. <laughs> are you a virgin? And she says, yes, at first. And she goes, well, well, <laughs> does that count? I didn't think that counted. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it did have its. It had a had a few good moments in it. The Monster Squad. The Monster Squad. There you go. Is that quivering or jiggling? <laughs> What's what? TCP. What is TCP? I don't know. What's THT? I don't know. <laughs> I what's don't the, what's know. the horse tranquilizer that everybody would uh, dip their cigarettes in and smoke it? 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I, I hope you recorded that. Uh, <laughs> that shit. I am, yeah. Hey, what is That's it? a good one. Yeah. Where's the no, what is <laughs> Just just that line. And Mr. You, Mr. Just pull Mr. that line and, and put Mr. it somewhere. And Mr. Ed, Mr. Ed would be fucking caught that, Wilbur. <laughs> PCP. <laughs> PCP. PCP. So what? Psycho Cinema. Peeps. Productions. 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 Psycho Cinema Productions. All right. PCP. PCP. Psycho Cinema. No, it would be it would be PCP. It would be Psycho Cinema. Productions Theater Radio <laughs> TV dot TV dot, dot TV PCP I like that I do too PCP join the PCP crew <laughs> get all crazy <laughs> let the therapy begin <laughs> oh. What are we going to talk about now? Oh, are we going to see Hellboy? Well, we got to finish this episode. Oh. We'll talk about Zachary, and then we'll do What Have You Been Watching? Frankenstein Monsters Monster Frankenstein. I thought we talked about that. Not on. No, not on the. File. What do you call it? Not on tape. Before I forget it, I mean, I was going to do this at the end, but I probably forget and I'm thinking about it now. All music within our podcasts will be linked in the description. Yeah. Sorry, I had to get that out because I know it should go at the end, but I'm going to forget it. It's all right. And Jerry probably won't remind me. God damn it, Jerry. Jerry's not here right now. Still. I know. That's what I'm saying. Still his fault. <laughs> it's still Jerry's problem. He's been committed. We are nah. back. This is, we're going to talk about one of the what probably, arguably the earliest the king horror host of them all, who recently passed at how what was he ninety some years old? Anyway, we're talking about Zachary Roland, the cool ghoul. And he was the first. He's like Zeus. Like who? (laughs) (laughs) Jupiter. 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 Springing kids out of my thighs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what year did he start? 1954. 54. He did. Yeah. For a couple of years there, he did uh, acting gigs. For the for the TV show for the TV station. Oh, so it wasn't really a horror host type. He game. wasn't. No, he he just played ro- different roles. Right. His horror hosting didn't come in until uh, 1957. Oh, okay. Um, so that's really close to. Um, so that was after Elvira. The- Elvira. <laughs> 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 
Oh, Melanurmi would be so pissed. Oh, oh, you're right. Vampira. She was kind of a weird chick, anyway. Who, Elvira? No. Vampira. Yes. Melanurmi. Yes. Melanurmi, yes. But anyway, Zachary was on the other coast. He was on the East Coast. He yes. started out in Philadelphia, I believe. Did he come out when, uh, or was he? Was the character created for when the uh, Universal did their? Yes, when they did that all and coincided his, with that stuff. His show was called Shock Theater. Yep, right in 1957. So, was that in timing with it, or did um, I guess the pet was the Universal stuff out prior to that? You know, no, come under like Chiller Theater. You know, what I mean. No host, but just uh... the way that all worked was there were really no hosts until right. the Universal package was released. Right, that created this niche where the 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 station said, "Look, you know, we have these things, and we need we should have them." Just became a should have them yeah, hosted, okay. all right, all right. and that's what happened. And so he they. And at the, that time, these guys were working like like Zachary was working, and especially at that time the, of Halloween in, and stuff. He too. was working in the business, yeah. you know, and right there in the radio station, or I mean, sorry, the TV station, and and you know the the um, head of production or whatever said, "Hey, we need a horror host." No, and yeah, so I he just, creates yeah. Roland, right? Be, you know, that's the way all of those were early no, no, yeah. on. You know, they weren't; they were usually working it, it, in the industry, just, it, yeah. and that's how they would get started is by the broadcasting company that they're working for would say, hey, we need this to fill this void. And then also... Well, that and became Roland, popular enough to, to keep perpetuating this. And, you know what I mean? It was, it was and cool. Roland was the first at doing insertions and doing uh, bits <laughs> that yeah, would be, right. be um, kind of relative to the movie sometimes, sometimes not. He also had, uh, what was her, uh, his wife, My Dear... Yeah. yeah, that was uh, you never saw. He just always talked to <laughs> that her. Was perfect. And uh, Igor, which was his assistant, um, yeah, which he, you didn't see a whole lot of, but you saw him. Yeah, that whole—I mean, that whole era. That's this is like the beginning of that era of local programming, where you know they they had the local TV stations and they would have to fill in with programming because they didn't have enough to 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 put you know onto television with television shows and that stuff. And that continued through the 70s. That's what we were talking about last <laughs> uh, last episode was, yes. you know, I, we talked about uh, Dick Diesel and uh, he was the tail end of all of that. And that's what's so right. cool to me about um, Every Other Day is Halloween is it really shows how many different characters he did. He did a sci-fi yes. character with, you know, the pointy ears and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I think that's what Zachary begins. You know, that's the beginning of all of that stuff oh, in the yeah. 50s. Yeah. Trying to fill up time. And yeah, but but as a consequence, you know, and and here again, working in a, a TV station, Zachary set was uh, pretty good. He had a pretty good set. Yeah, uh, they would show yeah. him walking down that staircase, and they even had those heads that were on there. I remember yeah, those, right, the yeah, bloody yeah. the bloody heads. You know, the uh, yeah. Um, I was never fortunate enough to see him live or even as the show, I've only been able to experience him as all of us have is through YouTube. You can see a bunch of Zachary stuff yeah. on YouTube. So let me tell you and, that and go Amazon, out and check it out. There's and, a, there's an Amazon show that he does too. Um, that's, I don't know what is, I can't remember what it's called, but it, there's, it was it, one of his last, last things that he did. What was the, what's the name of that show? Have you seen it? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. But yeah, yeah, I have to it's check it out. It's actually kind of really funny. But he he was like instrumental in doing the uh, the humor, in you know he started that whole trend. It, this you know yeah. in horror hosting yes. to the humor that comes in, and uh, we even talked about and this he, once before. Why the humor was even interjected into these movies? It was to was to counter the the tension of the movie. <laughs> Because at that time, these movies were pretty temp intense. Somewhere, yes, right. Yeah, and they had the the audience they were looking for were you know kids and younger, yes. younger adults and that kind of stuff. And I mean, sure. they would put out fifty. He did fifty two broadcast or ninety two broadcasts in nineteen fifty eight. Yes, <laughs> ninety two. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a I mean, lot. That's he work. Was a, wasn't he on the cover of Life? I, was he? I think he might have been. He was, I mean, he was you, a big thing. I mean, yeah. I, if he wasn't on the cover, he was. There was at least articles about him and such. 
but yeah, he was a big thing. Not being able to experience that, but I. Well, and he, he had his. It, it was long too. I mean, he was friends with Dick Clark, who was also out of Philadelphia, right? You know, and it didn't just air in Philadelphia; it aired in New York City as well. So yes. he was really big in, in his longevity. In yeah, it's just him and Morgus. They seem to be around for like forever. They just constant staying power. Yeah, Morgus. Morgus has been around a long time. He's still around. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> Zachary died just a few years ago. And um, never was, got a chance to meet him. That was always one of my regrets. I would have liked to have met him and talked to him for a few minutes. But, um, you know, he, yeah, he just did an all, all kinds of stuff. And he was good. He was kind of reminding me of Goulardi on even a bigger scale where he would do public events and do public things that, yeah. you know, yes. to promote. It was, it was, you know, I, he wasn't just it was in the, the set. It was, it was the, yeah, it was like he, they would create these events that, you know, and I thought that was, you know, that was very cool. There or, again, or was asked to attend and, yeah, right. things like that. Just, That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I thought, yeah, and yeah, I mean, he did a lot of that kind of stuff. Big Chuck and Little John did a lot of that. Ghoul did that too. Exactly. Yeah. In 1960, ran for president. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. And he had his little uh, badge. I wonder if those badges, how much those badges are now. Oh, I'm sure they're worth a lot. He, I mean, because he had his his uh, his sidekick that was in a burlap sack, hanging on a rope. <laughs> that was. Uh, oh yes. My wife, my dear. My dear. Yeah, you soon became Isabel. So yeah, and he recorded some music, and he was an actor in some different things. Yeah, Didn't he, was, he do some of the famous monster, you know, those albums that they would have? He did. did I think he did one, he, or one or two. I think so. You remember Didn't how they he, used yes, to sell yes, those? You yes. know, the monster speaks and all that kind of stuff. When in 1963, he hosted an a cartoon series, <laughs> <laughs> which you he know looks like a, there again. He always reminds me I of wonder, like a never Charles seen, Adams character. I've never seen yeah. that, so I was wondering about that because you think that was an influence. What's that? Charles Adams. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know. I'm serious. I don't know. That's why I said he I've looks never, like it. He looks like. A character. It would be interesting to know, you know, what that showed, what that show was like. He also did Chiller Theater in New York. Yeah, in right. and he was that typical TV personality. He did all kinds of different shows. You know? Oh yeah, so yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. So he's got the teenage dance show in 1964. <laughs> Which is in kind New York. of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Disco Teen. That was what it was called. Now, is Which he, is funny they, because it's 1964 before he, disco. Are these shows that he did or he showed up as Yeah, as no, he's a, he hosted a teenage dance show. And I, I don't think he was Zachary. I don't think from, he was yeah. Zachary. He was, oh, I didn't know. And that's the I, same I'm with, like so he said, like Dick Dick Diesel is uh, also the same way. He he did all yeah, these he shows. Yeah, he was different characters. He was, like, yeah. he was on the new, uh, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Sir Graves was like that too. Sir Graves was like that too, yeah. Oh, and so was uh, um, oh, Goulardi. Because Goulardi did a bunch of Most of them are, yeah. But yeah, he had a, he was around for a long time, which is impressive. And I think like some you know we know Halloween Jack, and Halloween Jack was pretty good f- friends with him. Uh-huh. Yes, he was. Death, yes. You know, and was one of his idols. So when we have an interview with Halloween Jack, which we hope to do fairly soon, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Zachary with him because he'll have some hopefully great anecdotes. The, the, the anecdote. I would, I would like to mention though that in 1969. Um, and I could talk it for for hours on the year 1969. Um, he was uh, the night broadcaster for a progressive rock format. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then in 1971, he switched his show to another station where he played for 10 years. Yeah, he's pretty wild, though, man. Like he op- he uh, introduced uh, the Grateful Dead one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at, at, Fillmore, oh, at the Fillmore East. Yeah, here's my right. favorite. And I probably remember this show. He played a wizard on Captain Kangaroo. Ooh, did he? Motherfucker! Motherfucker! Oh, snap. And yeah. <laughs> He's on the roof. Um, He's all right. But yeah, I mean, just, he was just, you know, constant. You know, he, I mean, he's here. We are now. We're working into the '80s. You know, we're into the late, late, late '80s, and and he's still, you know, he's doing all kinds of stuff. Thriving. 
Here's one. I'd like to see these. In 1986, he hosted a direct-to-video program called Horrible Horror, where he performed Zachary monologues in between clips from public domain sci-fi and horror films. Well, that sounds like a whole new genre, doesn't uh, it? I think so. Huh. I think we see that on Eerie Late Night and The Vortex. I wonder That's if that, right. Is that copyrighted? <laughs> Those are not paid endorsements. We just endorse. Payments. Checks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did a lot of stuff in radio. I mean, in, in, in the 90s, he was you know pretty big in the radio. He um, had that great voice. Man, I mean, in, like, what... I don't... Did you ever see this, Tar? The comic book anthology, Zachary's Midnight Terrors? It was uh, done by... Uh, God. Not unless you had, I, it had ordered listen them. Listen, it had... It had uh, top artists like you know Basil Gogos, Ken Kelly, William Stout. Oh, that's cool. I'd oh, like yes. To, no, I've I, never, I've never heard, seen no, it. I've never heard of them. Anybody out there? Has anybody out there seen this movie or seen this movie? Yeah, I, I don't seen know. this uh, uh, comic book anthology. But I did see Frankenhooker, <laughs> <laughs> where he plays the TV weatherman, that's specializes right. in <laughs> forecasts for mad scientists. Can we talk about Frankenhooker sometime? <laughs> we I do it. That's on the list. Oh, okay, Frankenhooker. Cool. All right, Frankenhooker. Have you seen Frankenhooker? Oh yeah. <laughs> We're doing the. You want a date? We're doing. The, we're doing the uh, the sequel. Remember, Frank and Hua. Frank and Hua. Yeah. Presented to you by the Hua host time. Yes. yes we are that the, We are premier Hua hosts. <laughs> and the Hua critics, uh, Mort and. Yeah. And he he owned us. So Zachary. Anyway, um, in his later years, he made a lot of appearances at at local um, uh, horror conventions, you know, he, he, he popped up around all the, all over the he place. He became a horror whore. And I think, and, and you're right, Gadfly, you know, um, if we can, once we get a hold of Halloween Jack and talk to him a little bit, we'll fill you people in way more on Zachary. Yeah, that's a dude that loves horror hosts as much as we do. The, uh, so I don't know if he uh, appeared on Life magazine, Zachary. Uh, but I don't he, think it was he, on the cover. He was on USA Today oh. with uh, another good horror host, Dr. Gang Green. Oh, oh really? Oh, that's very mm-hmm. cool. Mm. No, I didn't know that. That's, that's interesting. October 30th, 2007. Yeah. And he died in what? No, what? Dr. Gang Green's still alive. <laughs> 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 uh, Sorry, doctor. That's a matter of conjecture. <laughs> we call Gang. him. Da- he was on Captain Kangaroo as well. He was Dr. Gang Green. Jeans. <laughs> Dr. Gangrene jeans. I couldn't get it out of Get it if you're old enough. <laughs> oh, there you have it. Our kind of, uh, you know, half-assed attempt at talking about Zach early. <laughs> but hey, we revere the guy. Very cool. Go out and look everything and up. You, he, you was cool, he, was was, cool he was the cool ghoul. He was the cool ghoul. Absolutely. And there was a lot of other cool ghouls out there, too. Just saying. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about what you guys have been watching this week. We've all three got one in common. Oh, that's right. We'll talk about this first. Okay, you insist. It's called <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Dr. Frankenstein. Get it? There we go. I got it. I got and it, it the first stars. Time. Yes. Brad Stark. No, Brad I have Stark. no idea. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody would star in, in something like that. I don't well, know. It's, what is been, his name? You've been it's starkled. The, it's the actor. Who uh, just played the new Hellboy and Stranger Things? And he's in, he's the sheriff in Stran- Stranger Things. Yes, this is correct. His name is David Harbor. That's what I meant, David Harbor. Yeah. What did I say? Brad not, Starker. Not, not Joel. See, it's pretty close. Not Joel Stark. Oh, you know what? That's actually <laughs> one of his aliases. <laughs> oh, and it's funny because his alias is two inches shorter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it the beard? Anyway, <laughs> it's the beard. this is a this is kind of a short thing 
that is a parody uh, and uh, slash mockumentary. <laughs> Weird metafiction. Kind of metafiction, yeah. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's all about him looking at what his father... His, his father's... What his father's legacy is, right? When that right. Kind legacy of how, of and trying to explore his father and, and how his as, procedure... As being an actor. As being an actor. Actor. And, that, and that's key actor not actor and <laughs> acting like tor because he went to juilliard <laughs> <laughs> but anyway actor yeah it's very it's a very weird it's all about it's this play that his dad i i guess produced wrote yeah, I starred in i couldn't keep track man but anyway it was his dad is the actor in the play yeah. and uh the play is about the Frankenstein's Doctor Frankenstein and the monster, and but not knowing who is who and which one is which because they're both played by the same actor. Yeah, Tor. And uh, <laughs> let me see. What else can you say about this? That's really about it. Other than you shall sell no wine before it's time. Well, <laughs> well, and yeah, we we were talking about. It that. reminds There's, me of like the the live action adult. Swim things that they would have like late at night, or funnier die. Yes, that's what it reminds me. Yeah, of. But those, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. All right, you got it. Those yeah. are usually funnier though. And well, yeah, this isn't. I've seen like, some funnier. This isn't die really funny, but this friend. does have some good commentary on acting because within the play, the there's a lot of talk within the play about acting. It yeah, always yeah, comes yeah. around to how acting is, and it becomes this like um, exposition <laughs> yeah. of different people's views of acting. But and then it, but then it even like will jump to what are kind of like these actors improvisational things, and the humor is they're not very good. <laughs> All these actors are pretty bad when it comes to improvising. They're really bad, um, and but that's part of the part parody. You know, like I said, it is funny or die. It's, this is kind of that uh, that level, I think. Um, it works in some places. There's some pretty funny and things. And falls flat in others. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, who, uh, Miss Macbeth, is that her, was that her name? The, the, quote, scientist. I mean, she's pretty funny. Oh, and the old guy. Wait a minute. The old guy that was his father's um, agent. I can't think of his name. Oh, man, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was the uh, head of the studio in Roger Rabbit. Man, I can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. he's got, he wears a really bad wig in this. Yes, and I think it Wig! was. I, and Wig! His part is relatively funny in the whole thing. They, they have, there is this one part I talk about, and then we can move on because if you're, you really ought to check it out because it's something different. No matter if you think it's good, bad, or indifferent, only it's 30 something minutes. different. So it's only 30 minutes out of your life. That's way better than playing ESL. Great title. <laughs> yeah, and it is. is. What is the title again? Frankenstein's Monster's Monster. Frankenstein. That's as bad as incredibly strange creatures who stopped living became the mixed up zombies. Oh, thank you, Regan Zeckler. Well, there you have it. Okay. Individuals. All right. So, what individually have you been watching? Go Feather. Um, man, <laughs> I, look. <laughs> I'm still. I'm. We're we're two episodes away from the uh, um, end of season five of Boston Legal. Um, we're kind of holding that off as to, to watch at some point. But in the meantime, I man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm obsessed with the 1950s cowboys. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I am. I'm serious. I'm watching this really good one that I don't remember. This is from 1958. I would have been eight years old, but I don't remember this series. It's called uh, Tombstone Territory. And it's actually really good. Hmm. And I just watched an episode. What are you watching this on? This is um, Prime. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And this, and um, I just watched an episode. We're going to have to do a this 50s is, cowboy show. This podcast. is 1958. And one of the one of the actors in it was Angie Dickinson. Oh yeah, 1958. Oh, she was oh. my childhood crush. I you fucking sh- thought you she need was to that. see this episode because you think she is good looking when you saw her. Oh my goodness, she was gorgeous. I and wanted I, I wanted to be Earl Holloman. <laughs> really, Earl 
Paul the, Hallman. She's she's a very good actress. You know, she did a really good job in this. Although uh, her awesome. role was playing, there's a, a bunch of Weinstein in the air. Her 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 role was being a. Um, she was the uh, concubine, concubine of of uh, oh, Geronimo. Look it up. Kids. Listen to this of oh, Geronimo, no the Indian Geronimo. And the guy that they got to play, I wish I remembered, the, uh, this guy is, was a character actor. You've seen him a million times. And he's like a white guy, you know, kind of chubby white guy, uh, painted up to look like <laughs> Geronimo. Chubby. I like the chubby oh, part. Oh, he is. He's chubby. And, you know, and she's I've like, never pictured Geronimo. She's, she's drop-dead gorgeous in this, in this, you know? And you're just, it's pretty incongruous. But it's a good episode. And um, f- as far as 1950s, cowboy tv series go it's one of the best it's it's very well written very good um two episodes ago two episodes ago two episodes ago (laughs) it was directed by sam peckinpah oh really so that's where sam came from he came from any slow-mo scenes or no 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 but but you could when you i watched it I watched the episode three times because it was directed by Sam Peck and Paul. So, uh, and it's just nothing spectacular, but you know, very adequate. But I mean, yeah, that's because he was going. I'm making some money doing this, and yeah. I like Sam Peck and Paul. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. Doctor Tar, uh, you got me. I saw. I did see Stranger Things. Which the news? Yeah. yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. I heard it was better than the second season. Oh, you watched the entire third season? Season? No. Oh. I kind of <laughs> skipped through it. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, I kind of got part of it. But, yeah, ultimately it all came together. Yeah, yeah it was cool. <laughs> it was like an 80s movie. What do you want? Seriously. Except they had uh, some CGI effects of the monster, which, by the way, looked kind of cool. Kind of creepy. Well, there you go. Yeah, so it was, it was cool. It was fun. I thought I'm not going on all Gaga like everybody else. Is, but I've no. only seen the first season, which I liked, and then I started it was, watching. It was fun. I started watching the second season. I think I maybe got up three episodes in, and I just said, "Nah." Now, see, I didn't see it. I'm out. I saw the third. Oh, you didn't watch the you second. You watch the second season. <laughs> no, but it, you don't need. Tar, I don't know. This I, is why you need therapy. <laughs> it wasn't that. No, I didn't. I, I, I feel was, like I'm I was missing fine. something. It, seriously, I was fine with it. It was it was all right. I think you. He was the ketamine. I, I caught on what was going on. He's, it was fine. He's been Weinstein and Deinstein. <laughs> Fondled and bought. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for a while. I bet you have. <laughs> uh, but please, anyway, please yeah. let go. Anyway. So, and that's it. Stranger Things. Well, you also did. You said you watched Mandy, which you don't really. We don't want to talk about. No, because, yeah, no I don't want to talk about. I'm just saying. You, you oh, did, I did see. Yeah, I did see then, Astounding She Monster. Astounding. How could you forget that? Because it was astounding. There you oh, go. That was a. What's what is that about? You know, I've I've heard about this movie. I've seen it. I've never really watched it <laughs> until I've the other heard day. about it. I've seen it. I read about it. No, seriously. You know, just bad movie. What's but it about? Bad movie. Anyway, it's about a an alien that that the universe sends to Earth to whatever. But <laughs> and she crashes in the woods and there and she touches to be, you to death. She touches you to death. So there is a happy ending to this. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting all day to say oh, that. I have. <laughs> I've been I've been biting at the bit for that one. Weinstein and Dinestein yes. approves. <laughs> Stamp. It has Robert Clark in it, but the wow, movie, yeah, wow. <laughs> who's who's Bob Clark? Robert. I don't know him <laughs> as Bob, but anyway, Robert. <laughs> he did like hideous sun demon and what else? Beyond the time Be- barrier yeah. and oh, uh, of course, of course, that <laughs> yeah, that Robert Clark. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's talk about those movies in, in, in a breathy voice. But anyway, it would. So yeah, we were talking about that movie. 
we were trying to find sounding she monster. Yes, yeah, we were trying to find something for our next uh, Tarn Feather Psycho Cinema episode. <laughs> but I guess the alien, the you alien, know, we have a new, you have a few episodes out right now. You know that, don't you? A few yeah. new ones, man. Yeah, we got one. I'm not kidding you. Now, if you want to get a hold of this, you can just go to Vimeo and watch it. Actually, it's Detour, which is a great a movie. movie. It's a really good one. And come and we do a couple of entertaining little bits. Well, amusing. I won't say entertaining. Oh, very entertaining. Um, and check it out because it's a, a really good movie and it's a pretty good episode of uh, Tar and Feather Psycho Cinema. Oh, a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that plug coming from? Uh, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> That's not in my job description. Oh, Jerry. He's not read in the my fine job print. description. So there you go. That's what we've all been watching. Read the Wait fine print. <laughs> can't read it. He's too small. So that's it. I think that's pretty good right there. All right. Well, what I watched this week uh, was Monster, <laughs> Monster Club. Because I forgot that we were supposed to watch Monster Squad. And I Monster got Club? <laughs> that is far worse than, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to watch it. I know, but I'm watching it going, I don't think, what, what's going <laughs> I'm like, this isn't the 80s. So I watched that and then I watched. Did uh, you watch the whole thing? I did. Oh, what? okay. Kudos to you, sir. It's no. bad. <laughs> yes. Oh, but it. But but you but, have to see it. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to see, see it. it. Well, because it has. Uh, well, it has John Carradine. John Carradine and Vincent Price. Vincent Price. You're right. You're right. So. It's like it's like uh, what's what's that other one? Dracula's Castle. Yes. that I watched. Yeah. Uh, but this. Yeah. But but. The yeah. paper sh- paper yeah. mache and, monster heads. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. It was one of those I thought, well, maybe we could do an episode on this. And then I thought, nah. No, we're just. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I'm not watching it again. No. But it was, uh, you know, I, I, I every time that uh, John Carradine or Vincent Price is on screen, it's magic. Yes. Well, we were talking about uh, talking on, on um, Monster Squad. I was talking about the music yeah. that comes in, the 80s music. And in this one, oh. the music oh. that's playing is like really bad proto punk, oh, and <laughs> it's and it's uh, the lyrics are like the most insipid lyrics. They're about monsters and stuff, right. but they're they're so so bad. And the band playing, you watch this band and you're going, "Oh my god!" Uh, yeah, but is. anyway, no, it was it was like an anthology type story. Yes, there's like three, I think. Yes. I don't think yes, there are three stories. Three I stories. haven't made it through it. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's yeah, I and understand. the stories were what were they kind of about? I made it. I only made it through it because I was I thought that was the movie we were watching, and I'm like, I gotta watch the whole thing. I'll just talk shit about it the whole <laughs> yeah. way through. And then it occurred to me. Hazards of the job, sir. Well, no, it's funny because <laughs> I had just uh, I had just favorited or whatever, put in my list, Monster Squad. So when I pulled up Prime, I'm looking at him going, oh, shit. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> that's a different movie. Oh, shite. <laughs> yeah. I also watched Chernobyl, the miniseries on HBO. Did you watch that? It's, there's all but one episode in there is really good. Yeah. Um, and only because the one episode, you know, I don't want to spoil things, but there's some things they have to do to clean up after Chernobyl that are just very disturbing. Um, but the whole thing really is, uh, makes the guy who blows the whistle and all that stuff a total hero. You know what I mean? Like he's just, right. you know, and it's, you see the fucked up situation of disinformation, you know? Um, so and a lot of really good actors, great uh, period piece, Stellan Skars, gosh, yes. score. Yeah. I, I don't One know. One of my I, favorite actors. I just oh. had my uh, lady I know that uh, is lived in Sweden or whatever for a while and told me exactly how to pronounce his name, but it hurts to pronounce it. Does it really? I did, on Netflix, did you see where there, there's another show about them, they have to do it now. Is building like that big shell that goes over it. There did you is. see yes. how they were doing it's done. that? Yes. Yeah, it's done. Yes. I thought that was it. Billions of dollars. Yeah. Well, yes. but it sucks that they had to do it, but oh yeah. it's a really good miniseries. A technological yeah. innovation there, yeah. you know, that we need to we need to tackle the situation. Yeah. So they created this technological 
I mean, typical Russians that um, has um, that construction, yeah. you know, technologically big, I mean, huge the, in, in the way it's in the way it was uh, designed and yeah. formed. Yeah, that's that's a, that's fascinating. I think. Well, just even well, how they had to respond to the 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 original the accident yeah. at well, here, and that's where the scientist comes in, and that's where there's the you know they've got the scientist and they've got the bureaucrat who end up realizing that you know they don't like each other at first, but then they're like. Oh, we, you know, we need each other right. because this is a fucked. If we don't fix this, everybody's fucked. Everybody in the world is fucked. You know, right. It's that bad. I mean, I didn't realize it was that bad. And really, the politician is the one that gets everybody, all the people to come in because they have to have people do this stuff that know they're going to die because this is going to kill you. Yep. There's right. nothing you can do. And, and his speech is great. He goes, this is why we're the Russian people. We know sacrifice. We are indomitable because we sacrifice, you right. know. And so all of a sudden, after the speech, these guys are like, "I'll go," you know. Yep. And and then they had these miners. They went, and you see these miners in Russia. They're like a whole breed of people, and these guys are just like. He goes, "What what do I need to know about these miners?" And the politician says, "Don't lie to them. Whatever you do, don't lie to them. You know, you tell them the truth about what's going on." So they do, and <laughs> it's funny. They uh, the miners have to dig under, and it gets so hot underneath it because they have to dig under it that uh, they go, we need some fans. And they said, no fans, because that'll just kick that radioactive dust into the air and all these, you know, that's, it'll cause way more damage, all that kind of stuff. And the guy's like, he doesn't even get mad. He just leaves. And then all of a sudden they get a call and they're like going, uh, you need to come out here and see these miners. Um, there's something going on. So they get out there and all the miners are naked because <laughs> it's so hot. And they're just walking around naked. And he's like, what are you doing? He goes, we're digging tunnels like our forefathers did. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. cool. Well, and it's it's amazing how many people actually survived quite long afterwards, even though they were exposed to the, you know, the three guys that had to go open the valve because what they realized is they, when they were trying to put out the fire, they flooded the tanks underneath. Right. And if the nuclear molten stuff hit that, it was just going to send Blow up. Yeah, steam and all that stuff. So they had to drain it. So these guys had to literally go into the basement and their flashlights stopped working. Then they're in this maze because... They can't, you know, the electri- the radiation is just so bad. So they guys pull out these little things and they just crank lights. They're sitting there going, ching, 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 you know, like with their finger and it just cranks up a light and they find the valve and get it emptied and get out. Uh, most of those guys are still alive today. Oh, cool. Yeah. All That's those three. Cool. Yeah. They were yes. like, you're not going to make it. There's no way. Right. Um, and they're even down there the whole time that they're down there. They have a Geiger counter and that's all you hear. Yeah. Is that Geiger counter just going <laughs> ranching up? Well, you know, I, it's probably, so, it's, it's probably so like animals, you know, some people yeah. are just. Well, that's more, part, so, you know, that's, more that's stout. The, that's the episode I didn't like is because they're like, okay, well, we have a, 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 a radius of where people need to be evacuated, but then every animal and all forest needs to be raised. So they literally had uh, conscripted a bunch of people to go out and hunt animals. But the way they kind of did that well is that the guy, and this is spoiler alert, so if you've not seen this, you know, if you want to see it, you know, I'm just saying the people that might be listening to this, it, the, they have a whole squad that has stick to stick your fingers in your ears. Yeah, they have to go out and they have to they have to they have to kill all the animals, <laughs> and then they have to load the animals up and take it back, right. and then they have to, they have to bury them in cement, um, because they can't burn it because yes. the, the radiation would go off with that and stuff. And the guy who leads this and he gets this young guy that comes in and he goes it's, he goes this is harder. He goes I've killed men in Afghanistan. He goes this is this is way harder. He goes here's what you here's the rules. He goes you shoot them they don't suffer. You kill them right away. He goes, if I see you let an animal suffer, I'm going to kill you. You know, he's just like, yeah. he's like, I'm not kidding you. You know, and so like, you know, they're, and so they're just, they have to go around and it's all these like dogs. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's yeah. well, that's why I said. I just yeah. really, I fast forwarded through that whole episode because I'm like going, it's good because it really illustrates the, the bullshit they had to go through. Right. And it's all because uh, there was a report that came out about how these nuclear uh, uh, plants had a problem because they had graphite tips on their control rods. And when you insert graphite into uh, the, the core, it accelerates it. So they, you know, there's tips of that, and then there's the whatever they the had, rest of they it. They had is. trouble with their nuclear submarines too. They've lost a couple because of well, uh, that's what I said. Well, power plant. Well, they had they had like a dozen other power plants that were fitted like this, and they wanted to deny it, and they were going to let them keep running until this scientist said right up, and, and and he wasn't even doing it in the courtroom. It was because all of his scientist buddies were there, and they couldn't let it go either. So and so the KGB just fucks him. They said, you are persona non grata. You're going to just live in your apartment. Nobody will ever talk to you. You'll have your title, but you'll do nothing. 
uh, and you're going to die alone like this. So what he does is he makes a bunch of tapes and gets them out to the world about how this is all fucked up uh, and hangs himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, commit, commit suicide. Yeah. Well, he was going to die anyhow. He had uh, he and he, the other the politician oh, because they had been exposed to all that. Oh, they gotcha. Had, uh, Right. Even towards the end, Boris, uh, uh, his name is Boris. Uh, it's Stellan Skarsgård. He's coughing. Karloff? He's, 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 like going, he's like going, oh, he goes, this is supposed to be a long-term illness. They give me a year. <laughs> he goes, I didn't think a year was very long anymore. Yeah, really. Oh, man. It, but Chernobyl's really good. I, I would just, I would recommend watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you seem to like it. <laughs> Even though I told you the whole story. <laughs> yeah. Well, the story's out there. It's nothing, it's, it's it, not. It, it could never right. be as good as just, the just picture a, in my just head Just a well-done well narrative. It is. And it Moving really, on. It really <laughs> I know, I'm done. Give us some music. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you for the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Man, talk about. Not, no, mu- to, music to lighten not, not, the mood. Yes. <laughs> We're trying to get out. I'm sorry. That was such a downer. Let me shut the uh, crypt. Let me shut the crypt door. This one really deserves a trepanning. A boring of the skull, or yeah. the skull's board. I have a trepan suit. <laughs> Look, it's well, a trepansy. That's what you wear. <laughs> that's what you wear when you trepan. I know. Where's that trepan? I got. I got hot and was trepanting. I think we're done for the day. I think we're done for this episode. That's what I meant. <laughs> we need way more therapy. All right. What the hell? That's called Space Toes. <laughs> that is by Professor Feather Sneak Machine. That explains a lot. <laughs> it does. All right. Let's get Space out of here. Toes, huh? Are you ready? No, it's called it's the space between your toes. Oh that too. <laughs> yeah, you guys wanna watch me take a dump? Sure. Hey. This is Dr. Tar. And this oh. is Professor Feather. No, and this is and the this Midnight, Midnight Gadfly. Gadfly. I'm the Midnight Gadfly. No, I'm, I'm the Gadfly. I'm the Midnight Gadfly. I'm Dr. Tar. No, you must be Feather. I'm Feather Tar. Feather. Feather. Feather fly. Feather. I'm Feather. And you are listening to Unsafe Theater. PCP. Oh, PCP. Psycho Cinema Productions. <laughs> you like that one? We just made that up. Unsane Radio. We answer the phone and we say, you're on PCP. Go. <laughs> Go, go, <laughs> going all crazy. Uh, you find us at unsaneradio.com. <laughs> what was that? Dot com. What is that new fangled abbreviation? And you can see them on tarandfeather.com. That's T A R R A N D. Not to be F E T H E R dot C O M. Yowza. Unsaneradio at gmail.com. Email Unsane us. Unsaneradio at gmail.com. Email us. Yeah. Gmail. Comments. Suggestions. Corrections. Lewd suggestions. Money Body or- suggestions. Money orders. <laughs> Money orders. Uh, there we go. Money orders. <laughs> then we'll consider send them care then of, we'll uh, consider send the them lewd care suggestions. Of, uh, <laughs> Professor Feather at uh, uh, unsaneradio.com. <laughs> oh, you can catch us on the Twitters. Nope, nobody goes there. But you can catch us there if you want to. And you <laughs> so is catching us, is that like... We are social animals. We are on Facebook. You can yes. get uh, Unsane Radio on Facebook. Um, Psycho Cinema, Tar and Feather Psycho Cinema on Facebook. iTunes? iTunes, you can get the Unsane Radio podcast. Google Play? You can get the Unsane Radio podcast. Still not on Spotify. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Sorry, Spotify. <laughs> I think that's a wrap, Jerry. Jerry, cut it! God damn it, Jerry. Cut it!
Jerry, you, you move quite well. <laughs>